I'm Maya McNulty, and this is the Fundraising Secrets Podcast, made for Fundpreneurs. Fundpreneurs is a heart-centered leader. Fundpreneurs take no BS and make no apologies for serving the public. Fundpreneurs unite and thrive knowing that together we will prevail. Fundpreneurs will fight for the cause, raise awareness, and serve with humility. Fundpreneurs are resourceful, compassionate, and philanthropy is our middle name. Fundpreneurs deploy the organization's task with honor and champions the mission. Fundpreneurs enrich lives and put ethics before conversions. Fundpreneurs define strength in numbers, believe in the cause, create the future, build fundraising empires, impact the world. Fundpreneurs are driven and inspired knowing that we are making fundraising fun. I'm a Fundpreneur. Hey everybody, Maya McNulty, Fundraising Secrets, the podcast. Thanks for joining. I want to go over some things about fundraising tips uh, right before you're launching your fundraiser. Some things that are very essential in being able to launch your fundraiser so that it could get to a lot of people and connect your cause to the right people that are really passionate about solving and helping your organization. So you want to choose a cover photo that's going to illustrate and connect to your cause. This cover photo is going to be used and displayed throughout your entire uh, fundraising campaign on social media, on YouTube, Facebook, uh, GoFundMe, FundU, Fundabilities, any other platform that you're going to use and share for your donation link. The second thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to write a description of exactly what your cause is and why you're fundraising. Write this description in first person and explain what the cause is and why you care about what you're doing and what this donation will do and help and who it will reach and what the impact is and what you're looking to accomplish. So that's the second thing that's really important in fundraising tips. The third thing is your link. Oftentimes people they have this long link and it's too difficult to remember. So make sure it's a short link. And then after that, also test the link to make sure that the link works. I've seen this happen where links to fundraising organizations, they're incomplete. They're missing a hex code somewhere. So they're not able to um, get the link out properly or being able to share properly. So you want to make sure that your link is attached to your fundraiser and attach it to any newsletter, email, um, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and again, email if you have a list um, that you have been um, curing to make sure that it gets on every single list, TV, print, anywhere that you can possibly get that that's for launching your fundraiser. So during your fundraiser now, let's talk about something else. During your fundraiser, what you want to do is you want to continue to incentivize And every time you reach a milestone, encourage people to share and see if there's any organizations that match your donations and also um, get people to like, start building your fan and get donations in from your fans as they're starting to come in and start to incentivize them. Really, And reveal your milestones as as you're hitting them. So say if it's $1,000, you know, and you're at the $500 milestone, let people know that and start uh, incentivizing. People are get so you know, I'm I'm actually very competitive. So when um, I have a goal to reach, I get excited about it, especially if the milestone looks reachable, right? So there's smart goals, realistic and measurable. So um, see if you could incentivize to encourage more sharing and matching of donations. 
along the way, don't forget to say thank you. Say thank you in the beginning, in the midway, right before you reach your goal. And keep posting your fundraisers and thanking everyone as you go. Sometimes, you know, you might reach an audience that's not ready to donate to your cause because they don't have enough information or they might not have the money in order to donate. But they could circle back because you're just keeping them attracted to exactly what you're doing. And you could, again, that goes back to your cover letter. So they might even be able to share. So you can find value in that. Now, towards the end of your fundraiser, um, and once you've reached your goal or close to your goal or exceeded your goal, keep thanking your donors and letting them know how much they appreciate your generous support. Get them involved. Interact with your fans. Have them... Um, you know, post pictures of being active if it was a race or if it was a gala, if it was a dance or if it was a car wash, whatever you were doing that incentivized and, and you reached your goal, give updates on that to inspire. And I would even go live on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or Twitter to show exactly what's going on and how excited you guys are and what exactly the money raised or matched is going to do for your organization to help you get to your goals. So interact with your audience. Remember to say thank you. Give them updates uh, all on uh, everything on your fundraising progress. Go live on social media. Engagement. Ask for likes. Ask for shares. Ask for donations. And I hope you found this valuable. Again, I'm Maya McNulty. Fundraising secrets. And these were three fundraising tips. Launching for launching your fundraiser, then during your fundraiser, and then at the end of your fundraiser. So, all right, everybody, take care. Welcome back to Fundraising Secrets. And a few days ago, I did a, a guest speaking, a talk on enthusiasm. And I didn't really know that enthusiasm, the Latin, the Greek word, uh, theo, means God within. Now, I'm not going to get all religious on you because I'm actually not that religious. Uh, I'm Hindu, actually, and I believe in more than one God. Um, and I had spoken in my book, Fundraising Secrets, how my parents, we went to church, um, we call the Hindu temple, and um, singing hymns and praying to, to various amounts of gods. But uh, theo, from enthusiasm, means God within. And with nonprofits, isn't that what we do? We serve. We serve from within. We serve with humility. It's just an amazing feeling. And to be able to serve on that high level, the Theo within us, is actually kind of cool. So I was talking to Walter Simpkins and uh, Warren Mackey, who invited me to speak at the University of Success. And they're starting this nonprofit, and the nonprofits are for uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs, people that really want to encourage and get their message out to the world. And they invited me to be a speaker, and I thought it was just an awesome event, and I'm, I was really enthusiastic about it. So I wanted to share that how building a life by just smiling for your opportunities, it opens many doors. Like nobody wants to deal with a stick in the mud, right? I don't know. Do you? Do you want to deal with somebody that's a stick in the mud? I, me, I try to stay away from that. Each day I wake up with intentions, intentions that it's going to be a great day, intentions that I'm going to make a uh, difference, I'm going to be impactful, that I'm going to be more loving, more caring, more giving. I make these intentions that things are going to work out in a good way, in a positive way. I set my mind. If you wake up with bad intentions, that's exactly what's going to happen. Your day is going to turn to crap 
and everything is going to be negative. You're going to breed negative signals and signals of negativity will come into your way. Did you know that how it takes less muscle to smile than it does? It actually takes more muscle to have an upset, angry face. Now, yeah, there's things that are catastrophic that happen around the world and, um, they influence your behavior and the way that you react to things. But honestly, having good intentions and being cognitive of that is really going to open you up to more doors, more relationships, more resources, more network. Um, and in your network, your net worth will also increase. I've seen this time and time again. Um, obviously, when you surround yourself with positive people and people that are a different caliber as you, um, that you emulate and you want to be around with leadership and mentorship, your income changes, your value changes, your resources change, and this is all a great thing. Now, same with nonprofits, what happens is the more you attract business owners and leaders that are appreciative of your mission, you're honing in on your niche and they have that heart that they want to help your organization and be more part of what your mission is so you can champion that and raise a lot of money to solve a lot of problems, to find more research, to find more grants, to find more uh, treatment, more cures. So honestly, if you have a smile, get into that smile state, some positive endorphins, if you have a smile, pass it on, kindness, you pass it on, love, you pass it on, and even compassion. So pass it all on. And a smile is actually a really great way for you to improve your look. When you improve your look, people want to do business with you. They know, like, and trust you. They feel comfortable. They want what you have. You gravitate. They gravitate towards you. So, you know, I wasn't always as outspoken or as confident or as... Um, uh, developed as a public speaker as I am now and uh, it's because I started the Up the Biz Lunch and Networking group seven years ago and that gave me a platform to be able to get out of my shell and it gave me an opportunity to speak to people and business leaders and, and the community at large and help to position myself so that I can become confident because I'm actually kind of an introverted person. Um, I'm kind of more quiet than I am uh, boisterous, but social media is a great place uh, to tell your story and, and it's a great place to get out there. And so that's my business. I do advertising and marketing and so it always looks like I'm loud and whoever's loudest in the market is the one that wins and adding content. Content is king. So for nonprofits, if you're looking to get more eyes on you, start adding more content out there in social media. Pick a platform and, and go with it, whether it's a podcast or Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. YouTube is going to be starting to give entrepreneurs and nonprofits an opportunity, opportunity to be able to fundraise for their organization and also um, be able to connect you to more opportunities because people's... Uh, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. So why wouldn't you want your message to be there? When I had owned my Curbs for Women franchise, it was the first time that I had gotten uh, gym goers off the couch and impacting women's lives and helping them to feel confident and uh, more enthusiastic and and uh, just more 
you, you know, the, the way they felt by them, uh, about themselves, the vibration was just lifting them up from couch to 5k, uh, from going to curves to a bigger gym, because we were just a circuit training every 30 minutes, every 30 seconds, you'd change from station to station. And it just gave them that opportunity to empower them and to really feel secure and confident. And, you know, I, in 2010, had to close both my curves franchises in the Albany, New York, in Schenectady, New York area. And I took a year off to reinvent myself. I kind of went through depression and um, trying to figure it all out and what I was going to do next. And I did up the biz and I started to work on advertising and marketing. I couldn't find a job in advertising and marketing. I used, I was on unemployment and I used my unemployment check to start my business plan, wrote my business plan and to get a loan so that I could secure an opportunity with a bank so that I could open a dress shop and open curves and, and all that. But uh, it was a tough time back in 2009, 2010, when I really had nothing else to fall back on. Even my home life, my family, um, it was difficult um, and put my marriage in a really hard position. But, um, you know, we get past it, right? Because the Theo in, in us, the enthusiasm in us, the God in us pushes us through because there's something better out there for us. I have this thing that I created called the enthusiasm meter and it's actually something to get really excited about um, and I'm excited about it because as I see the value increase and so does my income and so does my price and um, and so does my people that I'm able to teach and to um, manifest great things. So basically it could start with your smile and your smile invites people in and so therefore your network starts to grow and when your network starts to grow your opportunities start to grow and then when you're um, opportunities start to grow, your value starts to grow. And then when your value starts to grow, your income grows. And it's just, it's a chain reaction, a domino effect, and it all can start with you, within you, your Theo, um, your smile, um, that, that thing inside of you. And when you do that, it, you're able to make an, a change in the world, an impact, a positive. Um, so whether you're an individual entrepreneur or you're individual a nonprofit or just a business that wants to do more in your community, it's a great way to start getting some, you know, an enthusiasm meter, get excited about it. So you can see your gauge as you go up. And now that's life too, right? Because there's a flat line, it means you're dead. And if your life is moving, that's why it's up and down, right? Sort of like the cycle. And, um, and you want that because that means that there's hope and there's opportunity and, and there's something to live for. And, and you're able to see that growth in you. I went to a training about two years ago um, and I met this guy, Scott Sorrell, and he taught me about the value triangle. Um, it was a big audience, but the value triangle has three sides, obviously, a triangle. And the highest uh, quality side um, is good service. And then there's another side is the best service and wanting it fast. And then the bottom of it is cheap and low prices. Now, most people, when, if we want to charge higher prices for our company, um, companies can only deliver on three sides and, and, uh, or they can only deliver on two sides, not all three sides. And um, uh, Scott Sorrell went in to talk about this and how customers really want all three. And it's true, we do want all three. We want good service, high quality service. We want fast service. And we also want to pay a really good, uh, cheap, right? We don't want to pay a lot for it. But 
if you're in business and also if you're an entrepreneur or a nonprofit, you can only have two. And so most of the times people are going to be willing to give up the cheap. And so I just had a conversation um, with one of my mentees and he's putting together a fundraising campaign, but his fundraising, his ask is actually kind of a joke. And so I went back and I mentioned that how you need to change this because if I was a company like Southwest or United Airlines or a Citibank or a MasterCard, I would basically throw this out because it's a joke. Um, when you're going out there asking for something um, monetary wise, ask for the best, ask so that you could do better, that you could do more for your organization. Ask for the highest, ask for $10,000, ask for $20,000. Organizations, corporate, they have in-house checks to write and they, it's a disservice if you don't go out there and ask them for it because it's their job and they can actually get fired. You could actually be responsible for someone getting fired um, because you didn't ask for the money. So go out there and ask for the money and ask so that you can make a difference and you can work smarter, not harder in your nonprofit so that you can do more with the funds. And, and, you know, honestly, if you have four or five different resources of money coming in, some of your events that you do that are, are backbreaking and time consuming and how do we get people here and the cost of advertising and marketing, even though you don't have a marketing department, it's, it can be weary and this fast tracks it. So, you know, the value triangle is something that's very important. You can Google it and his name is Scott Sorrell, S-O-R-R-E-L-L and Again, companies want all three sides. They want high quality, they want best service, but they, and, and they also want it cheap, but it's not possible. So most of the times customers are willing to give up one, and that is the cheap. Let's see, what else do I have to offer you today? Well, today you're, you've got, um, you know, Let's talk about the journey of your smile and the, the language in your body and, and in your mind, the way you talk to yourself, the, the language, your smile language. Um, you have 86,400 seconds each day. That's 86,400 seconds each day. So you need to make each second count, right? The good news is that every day, if you have a bad day, it happens, but you're gifted 86,400 seconds the next day. And you can't bankroll them, so you can't you know, say, I'm going to save that because lost time is never found. Once that day is gone, you have to start all over again. And so use your smile to change the world and don't let the smile, the world change your smile. Don't let the world change your smile because you have this special gift and you have greatness inside of you and you were born for greatness. So go after that, change your language, change your intentions. And this way you can get more done with what you're doing and make it impact and really kind of make it easier on yourself. So that's it for today. You know, Theo, enthusiasm, the God within you. Again, I'm Maya McNulty. Thanks for listening. Want more great content? Head on over to our Facebook page, Fundraising Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thank you for sharing this episode and we'll catch you next time on Making Fundraising Fun Again. This is the podcast, Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty.